Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to my podcast. No cap, just raw. I never get tired of saying it. So today, guys, as you can see, we're talking about who do you think you are? So I was praying today and as per usual, asking the Lord to just really show me what he wanted me to share with you guys today and every week he inspires me to basically speak what he puts on my heart and on my mind and the most important thing to me is that what I am God's mouthpiece. So whatever I'm saying to you is coming directly from God. And this podcast is about promoting integrity and truth. And that's something that I am sworn to live by. And it's something that I truly want to live by. And sometimes the truth is ugly. Sometimes the truth is painful. But it is the truth at the end of the day. And I want nothing more than to tell you the truth. And the truth that I've come to know is only found in Christ, in Christ Jesus, and God our Father, and the Holy Spirit, who is the Spirit of Truth. And what I live by every single day, living, walking, and breathing integrity, because it is the only way that I know. And when you live and walk and breathe integrity, you really have no fear. You're fearless. Um, because when you walk in the truth, it is your armor of protection. And when I say truth, I mean the truth that comes from God. And so today, it's really about, it's really a reminder of what counts in life. And so with me telling you about the importance of integrity and me and how I choose to walk in truth, every single day that brings us to our topic of discussion who do you think you are and you have to know who you are because that is the only way you can succeed in life when you know who you are you can do anything and you can be anything you are the most powerful person in the room when you know who you are and so knowing who you are will begin to breathe the godly character that God wants you to exemplify. And thank goodness, and I always I always say this, I grew up in a home with parents that trained me. My mother trained me, my father trained me. And like the Bible says, the proverb says, train a child in the way they should go, and even when they're old, they'll not turn from it. So there's a lot of training that I got from my household that I could never depart from because now that I'm living in adulthood, I'm realizing that a lot of the training I received in my young life, everything that I received was so very true. It's been tested and it's been proven. Not me seeking to test it, but me actually seeing it in life. So a lot of things that my parents taught me and brought me up into, I've actually had the chance of seeing it and testing it uh, and seeing it firsthand. And God really wants us to walk in who he is. And when we walk in who God is, then we're walking in godly character. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to share with you three things that 
can help you to walk in godly character, develop godly character, and grow in it. Uh, when you begin to train in something and you start learning the ropes of that thing, you start to understand it, you start to gain the knowledge that you need, but then you got to grow in it. And the growth is the part that takes time. But as you're growing, the beautiful part about growth is the journey in itself. And so I can honestly say that with godly character, I've come a long way and I'm still a work in progress. And, and I'm okay with that because as long as I'm living and breathing on this earth, I'll always be a work in progress because we'll never get to a point of perfection. And as long as you're in this flesh, there will always be imperfections. But it is your job as you are here in this flesh to continue to allow God to mold you. You have to be malleable in the hands of God because he's the potter and we're the clay. And he is molding us every single day. There's a lesson for each day. And one of the first things that the Lord gave me, a key piece that he gave me for godly character is wisdom. Because wisdom gives you the ability to apply knowledge. You can read every book under the sun and you can go to every workshop and you can listen to every sermon and you can pray every prayer. But without the wisdom, there is nothing that you learn in any of those arenas that you can apply if you don't have wisdom. And wisdom is just one component of, of the application of godly character. But wisdom is definitely a number one key. And it is a key that has helped me for many of years to be the person that I am today. And so I learned, like I said, I learned so much from my household. I got so much training and I had so much knowledge and I was so zealous to apply the knowledge that I got from home. And my home was filled with so much wisdom. I was surrounded by wisdom, discernment, and so much prophetic uh implication in my life on a daily basis my mother she was a prophetess a mighty woman of god an intercessor and she just had a relationship with the lord that was just beautiful and real and one that i truly admired and wanted to develop my own someday and i eventually did because i served god vicariously through her and she heard from the Lord like he was in her ear at all times. And he will, and he really was because of her devotion to him. And so seeing her devotion to the Lord as I got on my own two feet, I started and I embarked on my own journey to seek the Lord and to hunger and thirst for him relentlessly and really following in my mother's footsteps, but most importantly, walking the footprints that Jesus leaves for me, that Jesus continues to leave for me in the sand. And that right there is the wisdom that he has taught me to apply. And I so in order to, to have that wisdom, I had to go and dive into the word of God and just really read the books that were focused on wisdom and the application of wisdom and what wisdom was because I didn't know what it was I didn't understand it but like I said I was surrounded by it so I had all this knowledge and I'll go places and people are like how do you know that and how did you know to do that so it rubbed off on me it really did because wisdom is truly a gift 
And some people have the gift because there are people who have wisdom because of the things that they go through in life experiences. And then there are people who have wisdom because it's a gift from God. So they may not go through all the things that you go through in life, but they always know what to do because that is comes from a, from God. That's is divine wisdom and divine wisdom is a gift. And so I've been blessed with divine wisdom. And there are certain pitfalls that have been avoided because of this wisdom. So when you have wisdom, that is a huge makeup of godly character. And I could say so much about wisdom, but with the limited time, I'm just going to say that that's the first major key you need for godly character. You need wisdom because wisdom is what gives you knowledge and understanding and to apply that knowledge and understanding in every area of your life. Um, the second key is, and and someone may say this probably should have been first, but I'm going to say it in the order that the Lord is giving it to me as he's feeding it to me. I don't write my notes down. I don't do research on what he wants me to talk about. I just open my mouth and I say what he tells me to say in that very moment. It's always been that way. He's a spont He works with me spontaneously. But the second key is love. And when I say love, it takes me back to the greatest commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And then the second greatest commandment, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So love is definitely a major makeup of godly character. And it is the second key that you need. Um, I believe wisdom also plays into love, loving people, knowing wisdom gives you the discernment on how to love each person because everybody needs to be loved differently. Everyone's love language is different. Um, I know that in the Bible, there isn't a topic on love language. Uh, I, I believe love language is definitely a revelation because it has to do with love and how people love. Um, I can't say that I adopt all the theories of love language, but I definitely adopt what God says about love and how to love people. Just love people. That's all the Bible says. Let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another. So that's what we have to do. That's the great commission to, well, the great commission is to spread the gospel, but it is very, very important. You can't spread the gospel if you don't love people. So love is the second major key that you need. It's not always easy because you're not always going to love everybody that you meet. You won't like everyone you meet. And love is not always about liking the person, but love is maturity. Love is truly choosing to understand this person in spite of. And so how many people we meet on a daily basis? You know, there's some people, their jobs require them to deal with people and all kinds of people and meet all kinds of people. People they'll never probably see again, but that's their job. And I can imagine that's not easy, but you have to do, sometimes you have to do what you don't want to do in order to be the person that you want to become. And in order to touch the greatness that God has destined you to touch, that's Maturity, and that brings me to the, my third and final key, maturity, and that is a choice. I believe to mature, maturity takes time, but when I say it's a choice, it, it's to say that you got to want it. You have to choose maturity. Every day you got to choose it because you could choose to be petty. If you say that you're not going to love people, then people will 
hurt you and do things to you and your first thought will be well i'm going to get you back and i'm going to get revenge and i'm going to hurt you more than you hurt me and that's just petty that's petty that is insignificant that is immature but when you choose maturity it's to say that i do what i don't want to do but i do it because I know that there's a higher power and I know that God sees all my actions. And really that's what keeps me a lot of time when I get in the moments. This is what helps me to exemplify godly character in everything that I do. I think the I think about the fact that God can see me at all times. And the last thing I would want to do is grieve the spirit of the Lord or do anything to upset him because I know better. And that right there, my friends, it is tough because sometimes I want to do the bad things. I want to make the bad choices. I want to hurt the people that hurt me. But I just know, see wisdom, I just know that it's not going to get me anywhere and it's not going to do any, it's not going to do me any good. So I choose wisdom. I choose love. I choose maturity. And you can see how all those things fall in line. So the first key is wisdom the second key is love and the third key is maturity and these are the three keys that god has given me to exemplify godly character we all need to exemplify godly character it takes time it is a journey and i'm still being molded in that and you can start today you probably are already on that journey and you didn't know what it was called well, I'm here to tell you it's godly character that God is instilling in you. You probably were wondering why things are so difficult. Why does it feel like everybody's trying me? God is building something in you, and it's called godly character. He wants you to be more like him. That is the goal, to be like your father, stunting like my daddy. And I choose to stunt like him every day in everything that I do because he's a good, good God. He's a good, good father. Abba is so good to us. And we should want nothing more than to please him in all our ways. So that is it, guys. Who do you think you are? I'm a child of God. Finish that sentence. I'll see you guys next time on No Cap. Just raw. Ciao.